Hello, my name is Isaiah Tabor, and today I will be interviewing Miss Alina Vargas. She works at a YMCA down in Colorado, and she deals with the special needs of people a lot. And she is in charge of the programming and coordinating of events for the younger generation and the special ed kids. And she's been working there for about a couple years, I think three or four years, three, three years, right? Three years. Yeah, three years, yeah. So she knows a lot about just like and how to interact with special ed people and like what to do and what not to do. So hello, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, so like tell me about your background and how you got into the position that you are in today. So I started working inside of school as a paraprofessional for special needs students and during those few few years, I got my degree in special education and child development. And after working alongside one to two students full time, I realized that I wanted to expand and secure a job at the YMCA with the athletic program and an emphasis on the special needs and event coordination. It's a good, it's a good start. I like that. Um, how many people do you assist? Like, how many people do you deal with? Daily, I probably assist over hundreds of people through every different age group. We see a variety of different ages throughout the day, but the majority of the special needs clients I work with are either kids in elementary school or young adults who are just trying to figure out what they're doing with their lives. Okay. How much funding does the Y give you to plan your programs? I don't have an exact number, but definitely not as much as needed. Uh, we do not have our own department for funding, so we get put with other groups. For example, we get put with the event coordination itself or athletics, um, so we don't have our own special needs funding group. So it makes it hard to do what we want um, all the time with the lack of necess- necessary resources. Yeah, you know, it's hard to do, especially special ed people. They need their own they need their own like subdivision group. They need to be placed alone. Uh, what kind of community support do you have for your programs? Our community here is what keeps us going. Honestly, we have really good support. We have folks that have been here since day one, as well as those who are new members who love staying up to date and attending and getting involved in everything we offer. But our community is the most important things and helps ensure that not only are we running properly, but that we're doing what we need to do. Yeah, a good, strong community is the epicenter. A good, strong, a good, strong state. You need that. You need that to survive. Uh, what are some of the general barriers you face or run into with your programming? Honestly, we face barriers in every different direction. It's hard, especially for a program to be about special needs, to be the topic of conversation throughout any facility or throughout a given day. Um, But in our community, we find ways to continue to branch out. Uh, Financially, we're not able to provide as much into the program, like I said earlier. But again, the community donations help tremendously. Uh, We just like uh, to show those in our program to find different ways to overcome these barriers and that's what the program focuses on is overcoming barriers so we just try to instill that and teach that for our program 
What are some of the events that are available to people with disabilities? All of our events um, are available to people. Uh, honestly, we try to incorporate those with special needs and disabilities into all the events we have throughout our facility, but there are a few times a year where we create an event focusing on just those with special needs, and it's just a way to help show awareness as well as inform people about disabilities and special needs in a fun, organized, uh, big organization-wide event. I like that. That's a good way because you don't want to make special ed people feel like they're beneath the regular citizen. You want to give them their own events, and then you want to incorporate them with others that aren't like them to show them that they aren't weird or they aren't different, that they are still human, regardless of their disability, that they should be incorporated with everybody. And they should have their own events too to spread awareness and so they can just compete and meet with other people. I like that. Uh, how much promotion is there for your program and for services with people with disability with disabilities, do you find it difficult to get the word out about your programs? Um, like any other event we promote, we promote it in the same ways in the facility with flyers and banners, as well as have families share the event with others they know are interested. Uh, promotion in general, not just for our program, and but just in general, is very limited. But those who have been with the facility a while know a lot more and have seen a lot more. But promotions are especially hard with the lack of resources, uh, people who study in this area and in this field, and of course funding. It's definitely a bit of a challenge to spread the word, especially recently, but we tend to find the right people and more ways each and every time to make these events more engaging, fun, and appealing to all. That's good. So when it comes to your events, you have access to the full Y, right? Yeah, we have access to the whole facility generally year-round. We hold different sports clubs and classes throughout the year in these facilities, but are accessible generally every any time. That's good. That's good. Well, this is the NR interview. Um, Selena, thank you for your time, and I appreciate you, and I hope it all goes well. Thank you.